Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 83 of the 476ers podcast. We're going to talk about yesterday's Knicks 608, so stay tuned. Yo, uh, 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 yo. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. You think- good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Hope this finds you well. Happy Monday. Uh, it's the beginning, first day of opportunity. You know, that's what I call it. The first day of opportunity, the first day to make a difference. Brian is low energy today. Didn't sleep a ton last night because I was too busy. I was getting defended. There's too much defense happening in my dream, stopping me from going to sleep, stealing my sleep away, turnovers on the bed. Um, you know, it, it, it was a rough night blocking my sleep from happening. Uh, no fouls being called on my sleep patterns, you know, the whole thing really just reminiscent of yesterday's game, which looked like a 1990, you know, Miami Heat, New York Knicks classic battle between two teams, unable to shoot, uh, unable to do much. So here we are, you know, back to back, obviously coming off of back to back. We beat the Kings on Saturday. The King, I didn't get a chance to watch that game. Uh, mostly because Verizon decided I wasn't going to be allowed to watch TV on Saturday uh, for, you know, whatever reason. Verizon, sometimes, you know, they're autonomous. They just decide those things for us uh, at times. Being a Verizon customer, I've learned to deal with it. I've gotten it's, it's normalized. You know what I mean? Anytime I want to watch something, it, Verizon steps in and says, no, you don't actually want to watch that. You know, you don't really want to watch that. And I'm like, you know what, Verizon, you're right. I didn't want to watch this Sixers game. Uh, it's fine. Uh, which is a shame because, of course, I would miss Toby's probably best game of the season, arguably. I'd seen some of it. I saw enough to see Furkan with his patented pump fake three-point foul miss one of the three free throws. You know, patented he is his move. That's his move. It's what he does. You know, specialist at it. At least he's consistent. At least he is consistent. Uh, you know, it happened again yesterday. We'll talk about that. He ran, you know, uh, uh, but we ran the, the, the Kings off the court. The Kings are kind of falling apart uh, over the last month. I don't know what happened. I mean, Luke Walton must have threatened somebody's family or something, and they decided that they no longer wanted to play for him as their coach. There was a point where they were fighting. That was when we had gone out there, actually. We had gone out there, and we won that game. But they were in a time where they were fighting. They were being really, really competitive with a lot of teams. Um and, I, you know, since then, I don't know what's happened, honestly. They, they're kind of just falling apart. So I'm guessing Luke Walton is not long for this world uh, as a coach of the Kings. Um, you know, especially, I mean, just we ran them off the court from beginning to end. Um, so, you know, coming off of back-to-back, yesterday we played the Knicks. The Knicks show they're, you know, I, listen, they got some pride. They got guys with pride there. They got guys with chips on their shoulder. You know what I mean? Julius has been quit on multiple times, you know, so that's what makes this season, I think, such such a kind of a special season for him uh, in terms of, you know, fighting for like what most improved or fighting for the all-star spot, things like that, where, you know, he was discarded by the Lakers, discarded by the, by the Pelicans. um, And here, and, you know, here he is, you know, playing his ass off. Um, RJ Barrett, obviously, you know, after after Ben hit him over the head with the wrench, he was going to come out with some pride. Uh, pride. It's hard to tell. His face his face shows no emotion. So I can't really tell how he feels. He's similar to Kawhi. You know, he has like those droopy eyes. It looks like he just woke up and maybe he cares. Maybe he doesn't. I'm not really sure. Um, and, you know, their defense, their defense showed up. We're also we also lead the league in uh, in putting our foot in our mouth. You know, we. We are fantastic at putting our foot in our mouth. You know, like it's just seems like as soon as somebody says something, the next game, it's, you know, 
it just doesn't go that person's way. And we're, we're going to get into that. Um, so ultimately, you know, it, it's it really not a lot to say about this game. I mean, it's a slugfest. You know what I mean? It was a really fucking entertaining game. We we go up on them big in the first quarter. They're not ready. This happens oftentimes with teams coming on back to backs where they come out really, really intense, really, really lots of energy, lots of focus. And then they kind of dwindle as the game goes on because of fatigue normally. But, you know, they want to get out to an early lead so that because as that fatigue sets in later, then you, you don't want to be trying to catch up. You don't want to be catching up when you're when you're exhausted, right? You want to be having a big lead and trying to hold on to that lead. Um, you know, when you're exhausted, I'm sorry, when you're exhausted, you want to be trying to hold on to the lead as opposed to trying to to fight back for a lead. You know, so um, we credit us. We come out. Our defense is suffocating in that first half. I mean, we you know, I. I you know, it's just it's just suffocating, especially in the first quarter. It's suffocating. Julius Randle ends up hitting a couple of shots that start bringing them back. Um, but ultimately, we are just suffocating the shit out of them. I mean, we are treating we are essentially put them in a bag and threw them in a pool. You know what I mean? For the first quarter. And they just weren't ready. Listen, the one thing that you that you you know what you're going to get, you know what you're going to get out of a Tom Thibodeau team. And that's that you're going to get great defense, but you're not going to get a ton of efficient offense. Um, and you know, that bears out every single time pretty much. And that's what happened last night. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, slugfest, the refs just, there was, listen, there was only two officials. Um, usually there's three, there was a late scratch. Uh, there was only, so there's only two officials and, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it, it, the job they did wasn't too official. If you catch my drift, um, it, I think it's difficult. I think Julius has approached a, a, a real interesting phase in his career i mean he i gotta give that dude credit listen i you know i think i'm almost like a fucking knicks fan how much i'm like sitting here blowing julius over the last every time single time we play them but he's reworked his body in a way where he's he is strong as shit you know he's become strong as shit but sometimes that works to your detriment when you're a superstar like Shaq was back in the day and you're that strong they give you a ton of benefit of the doubt. They sometimes don't know how to ref you, so they're giving you the benefit of the doubt because you're a superstar. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't call a lot of they, – they used to call a lot of offensive fouls on on Shaq, and I, I swear in the finals they did it on purpose a couple times when they played us because they wanted to make the games a little bit closer so he would get a ton of offensive fouls. Um, but when you're Julius, you know, you're kind of in this scenario where every single time could be a foul or no time is a foul. You know, it's like they don't really know – and I think because Julius maybe isn't the most explosive player, that strength doesn't always work to his advantage. I think, you know, it's interesting because, you know, one thing I learned from playing basketball and all of my L.A. fitness glory, you know, where I'm from, the L.A. fitness superstar. Uh, one thing I've learned over my time is that is that sometimes you need to when, when you're bigger and stronger it's better to slow it down. I said this about Ben earlier this season too, where it seemed to behoove Ben. And he, he does, he, he does it a couple of times yesterday on RJ Barrett, where, where there was the one play in the first half where he drives, where he goes on a fast break and RJ is in front of him. Well, you're not going to get by RJ necessarily. You're not really explosive or that quick. You're fast as hell from point A to point B. So you get to point, you're, you're approaching point B and then he slowed it down, used that strength, that body to kind of, get through the defense and then finish, right? Sometimes it behooves you to slow down as opposed to try to speed up and beat people off the dribble. I think when someone like Julius is trying to beat somebody off the dribble, while his strength is great, if you're not getting by somebody, you're probably not going to get that foul called. Because typically, like, 
It's not that that that, but but a lot of times, a lot of fouls, right? The the fouls are out of position fouls, right? It's not a clear, I've raked you across the arm, or you know, I I, I came down on you, or whatever. A lot of times, it's that I got you on the step, and when you're trying to pursue me, and I go up your momentum is pushing into me, right? And now I can't finish a good layup because you're pushing me out of position. Well, that they're going to call that a foul, right? So there's a lot of fouls like that that Julius would, would benefit from getting, but he doesn't have the necessary speed to get by somebody. Um, you're not to say that he can't do it, but it's just not predicated on his game. Really, him is his strength. The thing that's kind of underrated about a guy like Toby and a guy like Ben, I mean, these guys are strong as shit. Let's be clear. Ben and Toby are strong as hell. You know what I mean? And so that can make it a little bit difficult when you're not necessarily quicker than these guys or Mike Scott, who guarded him a few times, right? You're not necessarily quicker than these guys, but you're you're also not necessarily stronger than them, right? You know what I mean? So you have to find other ways to affect the game. You know, a, a friend, actually, shout out to my homie, Paul, one of my closest friends that texted me yesterday, asked me what, the, what I thought the chances were that um that Julius got a triple double. I'm guessing he wanted to place a bet. And I I did he get the rebounds? Let me see if he got the rebounds. Hold on. I'm sorry. Julius. Uh no, he didn't even get the rebounds. I thought he I thought he would get a double double prop. Like it was more more likely he gets the re I mean obviously it's more likely you're gonna get a double double than a triple double. But I just thought that the assists would be impossible to get. We we defend too well. We just defend as a team too well for someone to get off 10 assists against us. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna be a difficult prospect against us. Um and, and that 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 bore out last night. Um RJ Barrett for the first time this season played well against us. You know what I mean? I think he kind of took that challenge. Not that Ben wasn't necessarily on him all game. Um, but you know, it, it looked like he wanted to make a point to try to get to the rim a little bit more, stop settling. And I thought he, you know, he did a good job with that. Um, you know, uh, let's let's run down. Let, let's just let's just run down. We'll save the superstars, quote unquote, the all-stars, quote unquote, for last. Um, I'm sorry, why am I this way? Why am I this way? So one day I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna write down a note for Wednesday. I talked to my therapist Wednesday. I'm gonna ask her, why am I this way? See if she has any answers. Uh, Danny, Danny, king of king of up and down, the king, the king of the seesaw. You know, when you walk into a seesaw, you're more likely if you walk into like a, you know, a a a, a park, you know, with a, a playground, and you you walk up to the seesaw, it's 100. You're gonna see a heart. Right. And you're going to see an arrow through it because, you know, and then you're going to see DG for Danny Green because he's the king of it. He, he The seesaw belongs to him across the world. Um, Danny essentially doesn't play for three. He plays good defense. though. let me stop. He played three, three great defense for three quarters. You know what I mean? But good defense for three quarters. He played good defense for three quarters, um, especially consider we came out yesterday. I mean, you know, yeah, they just don't have the, the guards to to do enough damage for us. So, I mean, we come out big yesterday, Danny Green, Burkhan, uh, Ben, you know, Toby and, and uh, Tony Bradley, the king of the first half, uh, king of the first half, not going to play in the second half, pretty much Tony, Tony's, uh, Tony's role. Um, and Danny plays great defense, you know, just playing great defense, doesn't really do anything until the third quarter where all of a sudden he goes ballistic. Uh, he essentially care. I mean, in the fourth quarter, I'm sorry, he carries us in the fourth quarter in overtime. You know, he scores all 11 points and that is the leading score. Our closers slash all-stars don't 
don't really score much. Uh, they really actually almost blow the fucking game for us at, at a couple points. Um, so Danny carries us uh, five steals, a career high, three blocks. I mean, he he really he plays really well. Too stupid. The, the one one turnover I remember, I can't remember the other turnover, but one sort of turnover I remember thinking, Danny, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this, Danny? You know, again, you know, you know what it is. Uh, just a fast break, and Danny's being asked to dribble too many times, and and being asked to make a pass on the move is too much for him. It's too much for him. That's not, you know, Danny's Danny's arms are made for shooting. You know, kind of like the boots were made for walking for, for you know, Dukes of Hazard or whatever, right? Danny's arms are made for shooting. That's all. Even though they don't even they don't even straighten out. You know, they stay at a bend, which is confusing. How those could be made for shooting? It's almost like he's really made for swinging a baseball bat, kind of. Uh, or for wide receiving, you know, where your arms are always bent. So you, maybe you're a better wide receiver, uh, but you know, his arm, but you know, he shoots sometimes though. And yesterday, I mean, he hit some ludicrous threes, you know, off rhythm covered wild, wild three pointers, step back, you know, he carries us in the, in the, we, you need that sometimes. Listen, you need that. It's not like that's a lucky win. You know what I mean? We kind of have this team's number. Sometimes you, you're going to need your role players. It felt like an off, it, you know what it felt, it felt like a playoff game yesterday that's what it felt like it felt like a playoff game and sometimes in playoff games you're going to need your your backup I mean, you're going to need a role guy a role player to step up you know make it happen for us right make get us a couple baskets keep us in it um and you know i thought danny did that again great defense and and showed up in the most important time you know what i mean um tony tony not, not doesn't do a whole lot in the in the first half um you know, I, I, you know, he was just kind of out there. Honestly, not not a ton to say about Tony. He was just kind of a body yesterday. Whereas in some of the previous games, I thought he made a little bit more impact. A couple times he switched on Julius Randle. I thought he did a good job. Uh, they said the one time, you know, on the broadcast, he suggested it was good defense. Julius at the end of the first half takes a sidestep three-pointer. I don't really think that was good defense. I just think that there was six seconds left or whatever, and Julius decides – that's the best shot he's going to take. I mean, he's a good three-point shooter. And, you know, obviously that shot didn't go in, but then to push it into overtime, he hits a step-back three-pointer in the corner, um, which, you know, uh, we're up three. Okay, we'll get to that. Furkan. Uh, Furkan, essentially the, the story of yesterday's game is that we get carried at different points by different guys. So Furkan scores nine points in the first half, in the first quarter, to be specific. I'm sorry, scores nine points in the first quarter, does nothing else the rest of the game. Uh, he does play some good defense, though. I'm going to give him some credit. You know what I mean? It, it's funny because on the broadcast yesterday, they were like, you know, Furkan, much improved defender. And I was like, is he though? And then he gets a big steal. He gets that one steal in the first first quarter on that pass. He just is becoming infectious is what it is. Got, you know, the way Ben plays defense. And I said this last year when we first drafted Matisse that it felt like Ben had not been playing defense like this two years ago. You know, last year was when this started, this idea that Ben could be an all, you know, a, a defensive player of the year. I think the years before he had showed that he was a good defender, but last year he had gotten ultra aggressive and it felt like Matisse is here. Now Ben's and these guys just like, because of Matisse's aggressiveness, it felt like Ben wanted to get aggressive too. Um, and now you're seeing that kind of translate to other guys, a ton of deflections across the team, you know, just guys kind of getting the ball on in passing lanes and stuff like that, you know, playing great defense. And Furkan ha has definitely improved as a defender not to completely hate on him. Uh, but, you know, again, he's just following Danny's footsteps. He, you know, Danny, he, Furkan is trying to get the infinity stones of, of a heat check guy, you know, so he, he's, he's gone to the park where Danny, where Danny has carved in his initials where the first, he's gone to the first one because the first one is the most important. So he found the very first seesaw where Danny 
carved in his initials and Furkan has is 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 meditating there and gaining the seesaw. Uh, he's gone to to all the green light districts of the world. He's 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 attained all the green light power in the world so he can carry that with him. He's trying he's trying to get the infinity stones of it. You know, he wants to complete the infinity stones. Um, and, and that's, you know, Furkan is doing seesaw, you know, nine points in the first quarter doesn't show up. Goes one for two from the free throw line. Let's talk about that one for two. Huh? Let's talk about that real quick. Right. The, the refs tried to help him out, okay, because he, he pump fakes a three-pointer, right, gets fouled. Uh, and the refs decide, you know what, Furkan, we know that you're going to go two for three here. We're just going to give you two this time instead of three. That way you can keep your percentage, like 100% today. And Furkan uh, says, okay, cool, I thank you. I appreciate that very much. Boop, misses one. Yeah, he misses one again. Just, just is, it's, just, it's just what he's going to do. It's just what he's going to do. If he does a pump fake, go if he goes to the free throw line off a pump fake foul, he is going to miss one of the free throws. We just need to accept that of, about Furkan. It's what he's going to do. Um, ben, uh, ben, uh, ben, good defense. Play good defense yesterday. Uh, he, he's, I'm going to be honest, he's struggling. 16, 8, and 4. Uh, one steal, one block. Great defense, right? Okay. Seven turnovers, though. All right. This is two games in a row now. He obviously missed the the, the the Kings game. The game, who did we play the game before? I can't remember right now. Um, uh, do, 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 do. I can't remember who we played the game before. Seven turnovers that game too. This is a lot of turnovers. And it's because teams, I think, are beginning to... I don't know what took them so long. But maybe they're figuring out, oh, when Ben drives, uh, when Ben drives, he's going to pass it. You know, so that's not like we don't necessarily need to form a wall. We just need to show and then get our hands up and get into passing lanes because he's going to pass this bitch. Uh, and yeah, yeah, sure enough, seven turnovers almost has a turnover that gives up. The, oh, wait, we don't want to get the Ben yet. I'm sorry. Hold that thought. I'm sorry. Whoops. What am I doing? Dwight. Dwight played good yesterday, man. He, I mean, he hit that should have been a three pointer. Obviously, Dwight, listen, Dwight's not a shooter. You know, so he has no idea that he's supposed to kind of measure his feet behind the three-point line. We come off that out of that timeout. We kind of need that. We need a bucket. And he shoots a two-pointer, a long two. You know what I mean? It should have been a free. Good way to go, Dwight. Good for you, man. Good for you. You really, you know, 10 years ago, you said you wanted to play more like Kevin Durant. And, you know, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Sometimes the journey, the, 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 the story is the journey. It's not the destination. You know, so it took you 10 years to finally... Well, not play like Kevin Durant, but to uh, shoot, shoot jumper, shoot jumpers. Way to go! Way to get there. You got there, kind of, kind of. You're not like again. You're not playing like Kevin Durant though. But you know, you're almost there. Maybe another ten years, and you might have a crossover. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, good rebounding. Obviously, good rebounding. You know, just be, just be causing havoc out there. He had two blocks. Um, you know, D D Dwight. Dwight has been. Dwight has been important. As as much as Dwight can sometimes be frustrating, you want to pull your hair out. Over the last week, or over the last two weeks, especially once once Joe went down, I mean, Dwight really stepped it up. And then with the crowd, whatever it is about the crowd, Dwight loves the fucking crowds, man. So, um, I mean, he's just been super effective. You know, obviously, we don't give six man of the year awards on rebounding. You know, they they're always going to do it. It's always going to be predicated to point scoring. Um, but you know. And, and listen, Jordan Clarkson deserves it. Jordan Clarkson is is scoring out of his mind, but 
if it wasn't for Jordan Clarkson, I, you could really, you could make an argument for Dwight, you know what I mean? To deserve some six man of the year votes. He's playing, he's playing great off the bench. Um, Mike Scott played well yesterday. I thought, uh, you know, listen again, you know, this is why I like Mike, man. Mike is low maintenance, low maintenance guy. He don't need to come out. He doesn't want 20 minutes a game. He's just more like, oh, you need me to bully somebody? Cool. I'm on my way. You know, you got to fight. He's that friend that maybe you don't hang out with on a daily basis or a weekly basis, maybe not even a monthly basis. You know, you, you're not going to go to a brewery with him. If he goes to the brewery with him, he's probably going to fight somebody or something. I don't know. You, you, you don't know. He's a wild card. But when there's smoke, Mike Scott will be there like fire. You know, Mike Scott, if there is smoke, Mike Scott will be there like fire. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be there. That's great for Mike. So yesterday, you know, I thought he played great defense on Julius. Again, Mike Scott is strong as shit. You know what I mean? Good feet. Moves his feet well. But it's strong. So it's kind of hard for Julius to just move move Mike Scott. You know what I mean? You know, Mike Scott, listen, Mike Scott has, has, has gotten locked up, you know, for, for, for well, he was, I think he was arrested for possible drug trafficking, even though he wasn't. They caught him with Molly uh in atlanta that's why i call him mdma that's my that's my nickname for him you know i call him mdma they call him for molly uh and i think they tried to say that he was trafficking but he wasn't he was just out there feeling himself looking for looking for smoke you know so you bring him out there he's gonna stand you up you know it, good defense three rebounds two assists it's a big three-pointer down to, i think i think this down that that three-pointer happens down the stretch if i'm not mistaken um shake played really good man you know good for shake played 28 against the Kings played really well yesterday. Again, uh, be, becoming less reliant on three point shooting, becoming more reliant on getting to the rim or getting to that space in between the mid range and the rim, you know, kind of like close range shots, but not quite at the rim uh, and dropping those jumpers, you know, those soft jumpers right there. Like it, it's, you know, it, it's really, it's about, you know, offense is about simplifying the game. You know what I mean? I would say that about KD, what makes KD so like, incredible watching KD right now is, is I, I think I have to sneeze. You know, I'm on the brink of it. I'm on the brink of a sneeze. You know, this, the, the brink is as long as KD. Maybe that's why I'm talking about KD and the length of this almost sneeze is, is like KD pause though. Pause. You know what I mean? Even though we don't do that here, you know, we don't do that here. Anyways, it was not offensive. No homo was offensive. That That's offensive. We don't say that. We say pause. Um, what was I saying about shake? Yeah. About KD simplifying offense. You know, what makes, KD at this point, I mean, KD is one of the greatest ever, but it's just, now I'm just, just talking about KD for no reason, but uh, essentially, you know, that's the, that's what the, that's the goal of the best players. He, he, and, and Steph too, Steph this year, you know, Steph, KD, guys who've just simplified offense, you know, for themselves, just know how to get a bucket when they want, when they need one, want one, whatever. They just know how to do it. KD has become so effective attacking off the dribble and just getting to any spot on the floor where he has a foot of space and just raising up and shooting. And from any one of those spots is going to go in. I mean, he just, he knows he doesn't even sometimes try scoring one-on-one anymore and he can, don't get it wrong. He will, but he doesn't need to, he just knows how to get a bucket. You know what I mean? And, and, and not to compare Shake to KD, obviously very far cries, completely different people. But just the point that Shake is discovering in terms of his his offense, what it what it how 
to be mo- the most effective version of himself. You know, simplifying the game a little bit, getting to spots on the court where he can just get that bucket using his body. He's usually matched up against smaller guards. Um, and he has this length. He has a good body, some good strength, really good change of pace and gets to these spaces on the floor where he can be effective. You know what I mean? He was, a, uh, uh, you know, obviously our, our leading scorer last night and, you know, he, he played, he played big, you know, he played big. We needed all that scoring. You know what I mean? Because our all-stars were struggling. Matisse, you know, Matisse, uh, two blocks, you know, just again, a menace on defense. They, they didn't have as much of a game imprint as against the, um, the Kings, obviously just completely locked up the Aaron Fox yesterday. Um, Two three-pointers, though, that's huge. He's, you know, his, the three-point percentage is, is skyrocketing over the last month. Good for him. Uh, you know, it's, it's all confidence. You know, it's all confidence. If you're giving him, he, he's getting consistent minutes. He's playing great defense. I'm sure people are bigging him up in the huddle and coaches are are lauding over his defense and how much they love it. And I'm sure because of that, that's increasing, you know, just increasing his his, uh, you know, whatchamacallit, also great pass. I mean, I've been talking about this for a while, man. Matisse is a very good fucking passer. The yesterday, not yesterday, but the, the Kings game, I did see that, the one pass. I think it was to Dwight. Was it to Dwight under the rim? Catches at the corner. There are two defenders caught in between him and Dwight. Dwight is on the far side of the rim. He He's at this three-pointer. Dwight's on the far side of the rim. And he launches a bounce pass along the baseline. In between the two, def- you know, through through these two defenders that gets to Dwight, I think it's Dwight. It was it, man, was it Dwight? It might not have been Dwight, but either way, two. It might have even been Ben. I don't know. In between, in between these two defenders, two, I mean, he's he really is a a really good passer. He's really underrated. I mean, no one's asking him to. I'm not saying that he's you know going to come out here like Joker or Ben or anything like that, but he really does make some good passes. You know what I mean? I, I love how Matisse passes the ball. He passes the ball well. Speaking of passes, Dwight has that one great pass yesterday, a nice little touch pass um, to Ben, which Ben probably wanted to blow. You know, I'm sure he wanted to, to blow that that layup, but thank God he didn't. Um, but anyway, you know, so good, good for you, Dwight. Good for you, Matisse. Played great. Max, I thought, played played big, man. Those six points were big points. I'm going to be honest with you. They were big six points. He had that one crazy layup, man. I don't even understand it. Just – a, a right-handed finger roll floater with 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 spin though to it because when it hits the rim it spins in you know and it's a beautiful you know over over Mitchell Robinson I mean it's like he grew an inch on the way up or something I don't even understand it a hell of a layup um, I thought Matisse played well you know in the in the minutes he got you know didn't take really anything off the the court there was one play where he was matched up on R.J. Barrett. Uh, where I thought he did a good job defending him, uh, just trying to stay as strong as possible and, and you know, defended RJ really well. Um, didn't really lose anything. Uh, back to Ben. So, yeah, it's seven turnovers. I mean, what are we doing, Ben? What are we doing? You know, what are we doing with your hideous with your hideous moves, your hideous post moves? I'm sorry, I'm covering my mouth. That's not, that can't be good. Your hideous post moves. What are these post moves that you're doing? I, I don't even know what to say about Ben sometimes. Ben played okay. His defense, again, defense great. You know, it just, in terms of putting foot, so, so foot in your mouth, instance number one. You know, here goes Ben. I think I'm the best defender in the in the NBA. You know, Rudy's a great defender. Uh, Rudy's a great defender, but he doesn't defend one through five like I do. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. That's fair, Ben. That's fair. The last time we played the Kings, you were defending De'Aaron. And De'Aaron baked us. He went off. 
he went off against us. I think he scored 35. Saturday, Matisse defended. De'Aaron, you didn't play. De'Aaron got locked up by Matisse. And why do I say that? Well, this is not, I'm not making the argument that Matisse is a better defender than Banner. I'm not making any argument like that. What I am going to say, though, is you do defend one through five. It doesn't always mean you defend one really effectively. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you really defend five really effectively. You know, it's kind of saying that is like, yeah, sometimes at times you do do it. it. Technically, everybody in the NBA defends one through five because they're put in positions where they may have to defend one through five. So, yeah, technically you do it. But against smaller guards, you do struggle because you're big. It's shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you don't you can't get through screens. You don't have you don't have pick dodger. You, you don't have pick dodger. You might have it on bronze, but you, you need that bitch on gold. You know, you don't dodge picks really well. You know what I mean? Again, I, I'm going to always bring up because, again, we again, the lead. We are the league leaders in foot in our mouth statements where Ben's guarding Dame gets all this love, says he's the best defender in the world. We completely ignore the fact that Ben and Joe that that, that we, again, change the defensive principles that game at halftime. And we started having Joe blitz Dame. We completely ignore that. And then the very next day, Devin Booker puts him in a roast pit, just just skewers him, stuffs him with apples, and roasts him. In the first, I'll never because in the first half of that game, Danny Green was guarding him and guard and, and defended him really well. He was actually struggling against Danny. And then we switched on that, switched Ben on him for the second half. And Devin was like, thank God. Oh, thank goodness. An easier time available to me now. And then bakes him. I just don't know why we were so good at putting our foot in our mouths. And this is not, again, not to say that Ben is a bad defender. Ben's a fantastic defender. You, If you want to call him Defensive Player of the Year, that's fine. I think Joe deserves, put it this way, if Ben wins Defensive Player of the Year, they should cut that bitch in half and give half of it to Joe. You know what I mean? They should, because Joe's defense is, again, what allows Ben to play that level of defense. You know what I mean? It's what allows him to play so aggressively on defense. Yesterday, again, the Knicks team, this Knicks team is not really effective. Off, they're not like a super good offensive team. You know, if you can give Julius problems, which we gave him with a couple, with a plethora of guys, and you have everyone stay home, he's going to struggle. Against a team like the Magic, who's a bad defensive team, yeah, he had 17 assists. Against a good team like us, a good defensive team, yeah, he's not going to have those assists. That Knicks team isn't really good at offense, so not like it's a great a great uh, this is not a great example of ben's great defense you know what i mean so um again i, I don't want to sound like i'm hating on ben or, or anything like that i'm not ben is an incredible defender and we've seen ben do some sh- i mean listen i've seen ben we have seen ben lock up guys without a question we've seen him lock up guys but it's just it just seems like every time somebody on our team says something or starts bigging themselves up the next game or the, you know, it's like disproved the next game. Speaking of which, Toby, since the I'm an all-star comments, except for the Kings, the Kings are trash. The Kings are not, they have quit. All right. They have quit on their team. They have quit on their coach. They've quit on each other. I mean, they've quit on the state of Sacramento. They have, they've quit. They're not even, they can't even be called Kings anymore. They're, they're, they've been, they've been, uh, uh, they have been, uh, uh, what's the word? Oh man, well, I, can't, I can't think of this word. 
uh, oh man, they have been kicked out of their country is what I'm trying to say. But the word for it is, there's this, a word for it, and I can't think of the word, but they've been kicked out. They're not kings anymore. They're paupers, P-A-U-P-E-R-S, paupers. They're paupers, they're not kings. So yeah, Toby baked them, good, but Toby, listen, real quick, let's give Toby love. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended to the bachata artist, and this is Dominican Toby Love. You see, I'm just a rapper. My mind just goes, I just be rapping bars without even realizing it. You know what I mean? I call him the Dominican baby dancer bachata, Toby Love, the bachatero. Let's go. Let's give Toby Love. You know what I mean? Toby Love. That's who Toby Love. You know who Toby Love is. If you're ever at a, you know, at a at a club where they're playing bachata music, just listen to the tagline. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you hear Travis Scott say, it's lit. You know it's Travis, but Toby Love comes in very softly, like the wind. He's like the wind is mounting. Toby Love. And that, and you know it's Toby. In fact, one day, one day when I'm successful, hopefully before Toby leaves us, I will play that as a tag in my videos. You know what I mean? So let's give Toby love. And then it's Toby love, right? Anyway, let's give Toby some love. Against the Kings, you know, we go in shorthanded. We don't have our MVP. We don't have our arguably second best player. Um, and Ben and Toby comes in. Not only does he come in to score, not only does he score a ton that game, but it's playmaking his ass off. I mean, he almost got a triple-double. I don't think he's ever had a triple-double in his career. I think that would have been his first one. And I think he missed it on the – what did he miss it on the assist? Did he miss it with two assists, I think? I think he finished with 27-11 and eight. Uh, great game. I mean, that's a great fucking game. He gave us exactly what we needed. Uh, like I've always said, you know, I'm going to keep saying it. Against the Bucks, for example, against good defenders, Toby's going to struggle. You know, we saw it yesterday against teams that don't really have good individual defenders, even though Harrison Barnes is rated, you know, technically a better defender. Uh, it is a good defender. Um, I just think that that team has quit. You know what I mean? So he kind of is able to get everything he wants. Also, the Kings were on a long road trip. I don't know if that was their second game on a back to back as well, but they've been on a long road trip that can be exhausting. And Toby, and Toby took advantage of it. Listen, some that that listen to be clear, that's the NBA, right? The NBA is about taking advantage of the bad teams. The, the, for the longest time, one of the things that made Pop such an incredible coach, what made those Spurs run so incredible, was that they would have. Solid records against winning teams. Not like they had losing records against winning teams, but they always took care of business against bad teams. They always, always, always took care of business against bad teams. You know what I mean? That is part of life in the NBA is to beat the shit out of bad teams. You know what I mean? But because of that, at times, those numbers, numbers can start getting inflated when you play bad teams a lot. And you're looking like you might be good. And then you run into good teams and you're back to being a human being. Well, yesterday, again, coming off of back-to-back, -back, so you take this with a grain of salt, but yesterday, and, and credit to Toby because he gets to the line a ton last night, and, you know, we really, we needed that, even though he misses two free throws at the end of the fourth quarter that would have probably iced the game for us, but, you know, I'm not here to hate on him. Back-to-back, -back, I get it. Um, played great defense, to be clear. Has that one great, that that one block, which probably could have been a call to foul. I mean, they could have called everything a foul again. I'm going to keep saying they could have called the whole, the whole game should have been a flagrant. You know what I mean? It, it, every single thing was a foul or not a foul. I don't even know anymore. Uh, but uh, I think it's on Alec Burks who's driving and, and, and Toby gets back on defense. Uh, it's a fast break and, you know, just stays. But the reason why they didn't call a foul is because he stayed square. 
He stayed square, was retreating, and retreated the whole play, managed to seemingly get a hand on the ball there uh, and block. It was a great play, you know, great play by – oh, so he doesn't even get a block. So it had to be a foul then. You know, they don't give him – they didn't credit him with any block yesterday. That means it has to be a foul. Um, But whatever. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, You know, him and Ben obviously almost throw away the game. Um, and uh, but even though that's not the point, uh, he hits a big three pointer in, in overtime. I think that's an overtime. He has that big corner three pointer we like desperately needed. That might have been in, in in the fourth quarter. Um, and you know he played well. But the, the problem is, let's go scroll over here real quick. Uh, where's my scrolly bar? Not that scrolly bar. I need this scrolly bar. Let's scroll over to the left. And he's five for eighteen yesterday. That's rough. That's not good. That's not good against two better defensive teams now. Again, coming off of back-to-back, so you got to give him – I am going to give him leeway. I, I really do mean that not in a way that is, uh, you know, passive-aggressive or anything like that. I do want to give him some leeway. He's coming off of back-to-back, and at least he did get to the free-throw line. But you, you look very human, right? You come back, you look human. Is 5 for 18 all-star? Is that all-star? You know what I mean? Is that all-star? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. In the, in the third quarter and fourth – in the fourth quarter and overtime – they're, they're, none of our all-stars play well in the fourth quarter or overtime. Our one all-star is injured. The other two look like they were injured. I don't know. And the Green Ranger, shout out to TJ. That's a nickname for him. Got to give it to him with that one. The Green Ranger is fantastic. You know? Bam, 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 Shows up. So seemingly dislocates his shoulder and then comes back and scores a three-pointer. Something like that. I don't know. Something like that happened. Um, you know, but but and listen, again, because again, at times you need your backups to pick you up. You need the role players to pick you up. Now, every night in the NBA is not going to be your night. That's without a question. I am wanting to give that leeway, but it just seems like every fucking time somebody opens their mouth, you 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 crash to earth at the expense of the team. At times, you know what I mean. Five for eighteen, my man. That's not all star numbers. That's not all star numbers. You know what I mean. So I don't know. And then, and then. We're down three, Toby. We're down three. Okay? Listen to me. Listen to me. Look at look at me now. Look at my mouth. Move. Read my lips. I'm sorry. Doing too much. We're down three. Right? Okay. We're down three. Julius jab steps you out of the equation and then steps back. Okay, on the dribble, boop. Step back. Toby, why are you ever following the two-point play if we're down three? You've become a better defender. But these are the type of plays – this is the type of plays when you're not like a super – like a natural defender, a supernatural defender like Jared Eccles and uh, Jared Pad- Padlacki, you know, the CW show about ghosts and shit that was on for 20,000 years, right? Supernatural defenders. They know. We're down three. If he drives, that's to our benefit. Just don't foul him. Let him drive. We're down three. I mean, they're down three. They need the three-pointer. How did you get fooled by the step back? How? How did he fool you by the step back? As soon as he stepped back, you should have been there already in his face. Just because you know they need a three. Just don't just don't get it sometimes it's fine though it's fine listen i gotta give the team credit you know what i mean I, it just 
I, I'm only pointing this out because we keep putting our foot in our mouths because we keep saying things and then showing the, our, our, how human we actually are at the end. And we just look ridiculous. You know what I mean? We just look ridiculous. Um, but I got to give the team credit. What are we, six and one since Joe went down? Five and one since Joe went down, I think, or six and one? Is it six and one since Joe went down? I can't remember. What's today, Monday? When did we come back? Last last Tuesday, we played what? Tuesday, Wednesday, we were off Thursday, played Friday, Saturday? No, that's wrong. I can't remember how many games we've played. And I think we're six and one since Joe went down. That's all we've been asking for, right? That's all we needed. You know what I mean? I think maybe I could remember this. We beat the we beat the Bulls, right? Yeah, we beat the Bulls. We beat the Knicks twice. We lost to the Bucks. That's a loss. Beat the Kings. Um, ah, why would I ever rely on my memory? Why would I ever rely on my memory? I, the things I remember are weird because I can remember every moment of Al Horford shushing us last year. And I can remember every bit of anger I felt when he did it. But I can't remember any games from the last two weeks. Um, we did exact. We've been doing exactly what we need to do. We're gearing up for this West Coast road trip. This is going to be a tough road trip. Well, maybe not. Might not be a tough road trip. It's going to be tough because we're going on the road to the West. But we're kind of, you know, obviously I never root for injuries, but we're kind of going at a fortunate time, right? We're going to have. We play the Warriors tomorrow night. Uh, they don't. They. I don't think they're going to have stuff. Uh, who's been injured. He might be back. I don't know yet. So we play the Warriors tomorrow night. If, he does, if we don't have to play Steph, we should win. If we do have to play Steph, we probably should win still, but it, it definitely gets more difficult. The prospect becomes more difficult. We play the Lakers. They're going to be without They're going to be without LeBron. They're going to be without AD. You know what I mean? That, that doesn't mean that they're going to be easy because they're, they're, Dennis Schroeder loves to bake us. They won't have Marcus although I, I don't even know who is playing center for them right now. I saw this the other night when when uh, when LeBron got injured, and I'm like, who is this person playing center? I don't know who this man is. Who is this man? I have no clue who this person is. Um, Montrez does tend to to have some success against us, uh, but that doesn't even fucking matter. Honestly, we should we should pull that win out. We play the uh, then we play the the Nuggets, which you know Joe is injured. He's scared, obviously, of Joker or whatever Keith Pompey said. Scared flow. Hey, Joe, it seems like you're scared of playing against Nikola Jokic. Okay. All right, Keith. Um, we play against the Nuggets. They're going to win. They're going to win that game. The Nuggets are going to beat us, probably. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, we're not going to have any answer for Joker. No one in the world does. It's probably except for Joe. No one else in the world does. Um, I know I'm missing a game. I think there's four games on the West. I just can't remember who that fourth game is. Not the Clippers. Uh, man, I can't remember who that game is. Whatever. And then we we play the we play Cleveland April first. Maybe it's only four games, and then now it's definitely not four games in the next nine days or ten days. It's four games. It's got to be five games in the next ten days. So I'm missing a game. Uh, we come back against Cleveland, and then we come back. We 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 go to Cleveland, then we come home. You know what I mean? And we'll have Joe back by then. It's probably like April third or something. We should have Joe back by then, probably. Uh, just right in time for the stretch. You know, that's the stretch run running into the playoffs. Um, let's say, you know what, fuck it. Let me pull up the schedule real quick. You know what? Let's do that. Let's, let's look at, no, that's the wrong schedule. Th th this is sometimes, oh no, actually this will work. Okay. All teams. Okay. No, cool. Yeah. I want to pick them. Sure. I want to pick them NBA. Come on. It's the least, uh, efficient website in the world. Okay. So here we go. 
Here we go. Golden State Warriors tomorrow, Tuesday night, right? Tomorrow night. I'm going to try to watch that game. I'm probably going to fall asleep. I don't sleep during the night. So how the hell am I going to stay awake until this time? Unless I take a nap or something. But then I don't even take naps well. Uh, Tuesday against that, that Thursday against the Lakers, which I'm, I'm sure TNT wishes they could flex that bitch out because it's three of the best players are not playing. Um, Saturday, okay, against the Clippers. Oh, I was right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wondered if it was the Clippers who play against the Clippers. These are going to be tough. This game is going to be tough. The Clippers haven't been playing well, but it's still going to be a tough prospect. Now, last time we went to LA around this time last year, well, no, it wasn't around this time last year. It would have been about a month earlier. Uh, because obviously COVID had shut down the NBA by this point. But this game last year essentially is the game that that um, that Shake lit them the fuck up. We lost that game, though. But Shake lit them the fuck up. Uh, Toby Toby was going at Paul George. I mean, it, it was it was impressive. I, I we'll see if Toby can can maintain that, you know, this time going to them, going back over there. We'll see. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, that's going to be a tough game. We could really, I mean, we should really win this game, if, especially if Steph's not playing. We should win this game against the Lakers. This Clippers game is probably going to be a tough prospect to win. Then we play the Nuggets. So, yeah, that's the fourth game. Um, okay. Oh, okay, I see. Because now I don't even understand how they, oh, because the calendar is March. What if I just want to look all the months? So, yeah, there it is, all months. Okay. No, but I don't want to look at the games that are completed. Okay, hide previous dates. You see how all this work I have to do here, NBA? Why am I doing this work? And look, hide previous dates, but you didn't hide yesterday's date. Okay, probably because the league, the, their their clock is not today yet. Anyway, I'm sorry. Play the Nuggets Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we'll play the Nuggets. Uh, yeah, then the, the, the Cavaliers, April 1st, and then we're back home against the Timberwolves. That's a win. Um, I'm guessing Joe is going to come back this game. You know what I mean? I'm guessing Joe is going to come back this game. Um, and, I mean, we should really finish this road trip. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me unhide all that because I do want to see these other games that we played. But what were the games since since Joe's missed, since Joe's been out? Uh, boo, boo, boo. Come down here. April 1st, April 7th. No. Wait for the 14th. First. Damn, when the hell was the All-Star game? I don't even remember. Uh, the Jazz game, right? Okay, so then we come back. We beat the Bulls without Joe. Joe comes back against the Wizards. We win that game. He gets injured in, um, so we won't count that because Joe played that game. Then we blow out the Spurs. That's right. That's the game I missed. It. We beat the Knicks, lose to the Bucks. That's three and one. Blow out the Kings. So we're five and one since Joe went down. Six and one since the All Star break. Seven one in the last eight. Uh, let's let's keep going. So we're five and one. Could this be six and one? Could that be seven and one? Maybe that's seven and two. Maybe we'll go seven and three here against the Nuggets. Cavaliers will probably bake us. That's seven and four. And then Joe comes back. Maybe the Cavaliers don't bake us. We just suck against small guards. But realistically, seven and four, eight and three, we can come back. That's a win for us. Um, it's going to be hard fighting for this one seed without Joe on our team. You know what I mean? It's going to be really, really difficult fighting for the one seed without Joe on the team because that fucking Nets team is playing really, really well. Um, I mean, they, they just, they're just playing well. You know what I mean? They, they, I'm pretty sure they won last night. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they won last night against the, against the, um, against the Wizards. I think they're like 10 and one in their last 11 or something. They, they, you know, they're playing extremely well without KD and that's problematic. So it's going to be hard to hold on to this one seed as it is without Joe on our team. So if we could just kind of tread water, maybe hold on to the two seed, that would probably behoove us a bit. You know what I mean? Um, 
even if we ended up in a situation where we had to travel to Brooklyn, our fans do tend to travel. Well, obviously it's going to be limited seating probably by the time that happened. Like we, if we played them, it'd be in the Eastern conference finals. Right. So if in the Eastern conference finals, we have to play Brooklyn, there's a chance that arenas are open to capacity, you know, because we don't give a fuck in this country. I mean, we're going to just open shit up regardless. And in that chance, there's a chance that Sixers fans travel to Brooklyn. Well, you know what I mean? I could see that happen. Maybe it's not as bad of a home court advantage as as it could be with the Lakers or with the Jazz or, you know, something like that. Um, so we'll see. It's going to be hard to fight through. Um, well, when is the end of the season? Let me see here. Um, a second. The season actually ends. Okay, May 16th is the last game. Was Okay, because this game, this Magic game was postponed. Um so that'll be the, so May 16th. Okay, man, you know, coming up to the end, you know, essentially six, seven weeks to go. Um, should be interesting, man. I look forward to having Joe back. Uh, hopefully this helps his back out though. Let, let's look at the bright side. You know, hopefully his back is, is healed and healthy by the time he comes back and time for that stretch run to maybe reclaim that, that MVP trophy. You know, right now, Joker is leading in most, uh, most rankings. Joker is leading for the MVP Joker and Dame. Uh, Dame looks like he might have gotten injured yesterday. Not that, again, not that I, I would never in my life hope for an injury, uh, but that may open up the window for Joe to creep back in, especially now that LeBron's injured. Uh, and Joker, you know, arguably deserves the MVP, but if we have the best record or one of the best records in the NBA, we're one of the best defensive teams because of Joel. Joel's averaging 30, 12, and whatever. As one of the best defenders on the best teams, maybe miss those missed games won't hurt his chances as much. You know what I mean? So we'll see. That'll be interesting. I would love to see Joe win an MVP. Um, obviously, you know, it doesn't really matter as much, but you know, I just think it would be great, you know, solidify help solidify his status in Sixers history. One, I mean, he's already climbing up those rankings, you know what I mean? As in terms of all-time great Sixers, he I off the top of my head, I probably top six right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, would you say Iggy is a greater sixer than Joel? No, you probably wouldn't. You know what I mean? The, the only names that are in front of Joel are Hall of Famers already. You know what I mean? So, um, so we'll see. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see. Um, with that, I think that's it, everyone. Uh, wash your hands. You know the drill. Uh, uh, brush your teeth. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with the mask, but you should brush your teeth because your breath funky. And then when you wear a mask, it'll help you ventilate. You'll help you'll be breathing better. If your breath, if your breath is fresh and you got the mask on, you're gonna breathe a little bit better. Um, so brush your teeth. Well, wait, well, wear a mask. Black lives matter, Asian lives matter. This this is gonna get longer. The more uncut, the more shit gets uncovered in this country about how shitty we are, the longer this list gets. So uh, I'm gonna have to start writing them down. Black lives matter, Asian lives matter, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, that's it. Stay safe, everyone. Yo. Uh, 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 yo. Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. Used to come in.